everyone. It's time for some radio trivia. Uh, it's been a while. It's always been a while every time I do this. But uh, we're back. Uh, it's episode 170. We are recording this on a, a warm Labor Day, at least for me, a warm uh, Labor Day Monday. Uh, that's the 7th of uh, September. So 2020, uh, I guess I should say that. Uh, with me this week, week, month, year, I don't know. <laughs> quarter yeah there we go <laughs> with me this quarter is zach miller from alaska howdy hey, uh, everybody hey. hey zach uh is it uh, hot up there or is it like really comfortable right now <laughs> i i would say it's probably really comfortable right now it's uh it's probably in the low 60s but it's really really like uncharacteristically windy outside Ooh. we don't we don't usually get wind here we either get just kind of sun or rain or snow but it is like wind you see in the lower 48 right now it's kind of nuts all right well uh good thing you're inside then right and uh yeah we're talking about the weather guys shove it <laughs> um yeah i got five games zach picked one of them i picked the others other than the listener request which i sort of picked and the listener sort of picked and uh yeah uh, hopefully this one will be a lot of fun and uh if you don't remember how to play this game I'm going to play three songs from a given game, and it's your job to figure out the game based on the music. And we have a hint question that uh, sometimes helps you figure out the game if you're not sure, um, or it's something else to think about if you already figured it out. So uh, that's the game, and let's have some fun playing along, right? Right on.
Well, that was the first song. Uh, hopefully, uh, got the gears whirling there for at least some folks. Energetic, energetic tune. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this game has a lot of energetic music. Uh, some better than others, but uh, I, I'd say overall, uh, everything about this game, I'd say, screams B tier, but good enough. There you go. Okay, Zach, here's your hint question. Okay, so I need it. Figure this one out. Yeah. So this particular biometal gives you the power to air dash and hover. I had a feeling I love it.
Zach, sounds like maybe you know what game this is. I have a, I have a, a feeling that it's uh, one of the Mega Man ZX games. Yeah, I mean, you need to be more specific than that. Okay, I think it's, I think it's Mega Man ZX One. Uh, yeah, I think you're correct. There's no uh, number on it, but yes. Okay. Mega Man ZX, you got All it. Right. I'm well, playing then. this right now on the Switch. <laughs> well, that's what I was doing. That's what oh, I picked nice. this game. And I think the answer to the hit question is, is H? Is it Yep, you got H? it. Oh, nice. Bam. All right. I, I didn't realize you were playing it right now. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes there are happy coincidences here. So this game, I think, came up in maybe the last episode or two episodes ago. And, and you know, James Jones always talking about this stuff. And so, I, you know, I, I, I picked up the collection. I think it might have been on sale, which is maybe why I jumped on it. Maybe you jumped on it, too. Same, too. Same here. Um, and... You know, it's weird. Like, I started with Zero. I don't know if you just went to ZX right away, but um, boy, that game is like a game I want to like, but there's just some real janky, janky stuff there. Um, it's the map. It's the map is bad. Yeah, well, ZX um, still kind of has that problem, but uh, yeah. not not like that. So anyway, I gave up on Zero because there were just a couple of spots that were too janky and I jumped over to ZX and... Oh boy, it's a it's a much better game. Yeah, you're yeah. right. The map system reminds me of Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Oh, it and does. If you've ever played, if if you played that, it's like you tolerate it. But I mean, Kirby's not that hard of a game, whereas this one, <laughs> I don't know. There's just Inti creates again. This is an Inti creates game, and yep. um, there's always a little bit of jank in their game. Sometimes it's more tolerable than others. Uh, I, I don't know. The, the game is fun to play, but. Damn, that mission system and map system. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Um, well, why do they even have a mission system? I, I'm really... Like, they had it in Zero. I, they just seem to have carried it forward for some reason. I feel like their their mission system is kind of their way of doing select your own level. <clears throat> but, of yeah. course, in ZX, there's a persistent map, so you don't need... Like, you can just go to another boss. You don't need to select a mission anymore. So, so what happens if you wander to an area that is different from the mission you selected and you beat that boss do you still get credit for beating that mission i don't think the boss or... shows up oh god that's yeah. what i was afraid of. I, I i intentionally avoided doing that and i got lucky at first then later i wound up using a fact because some of the world exploration is just so arbitrary it just yeah you go from a highway <laughs> all of a sudden now i'm in a burning building and um, yeah, I, I I don't like their mission structure. Kind of, I have a weird relationship with Inti Creates games. I, I I feel like I like all their games to some extent, but then there's always something in every one of their games. There's always something that turns me off. Mm -hmm. um, now, I, it, it's usually their boss fights. Like they have a weird philosophy about boss fights, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Generally, yeah. I like ZX One. I have not played Advent, so I'm kind of looking forward to going through that. I've heard it's better. I, I don't know how much better, but I've heard it's better. Hmm. I haven't started playing that either. Um, one thing they did add with this uh, collection, or, or maybe it was in a previous version of the collection too, but they they kind of hacked in some save state or, or pseudo save state type things. There's more like checkpoints that were Oh inserted. yes, absolutely. That and, is and that, there. And 90% of the time, that is totally useful, and um, I mean, it, it it saves my butt a lot. I can't imagine playing the game without those checkpoints, yeah. uh, frankly. Um, but 
uh, every once in a while there's a place where they insert where it's almost like detrimental. I, I didn't. I don't know if they saw that in ZX, but there was a spot in the in the Zero game that I played where uh, I had like a blind jump I had to make every time I respawn onto moving platforms, and um, it's basically it's like a death trap once uh. you hit that checkpoint. So, so a little bit of a hack. Um, the other thing is I. How many, um, what do they call them in, in Mega Man games? The spare tanks, the energy oh, tanks. Oh, the E-tanks. Yeah. I, yeah. I only got one of them, and I, I got stuck on the end boss. And it's just typical for me to get stuck on the end boss because I can't beat it, likely because I haven't collected enough doodads because I'm yeah. terrible at exploring, especially Mega Man games. Because um, the game doesn't really telegraph how to explore that well, frankly. There, it doesn't, There's some special moves that they don't really hold your hand at all. I mean, it... I, I, I kind of respect that they don't want to hold the player's hand, but um, I mean, there's like some stuff like with going back to the Model H thing, like you can do like a some weird electrical charge for certain platforms to move them up, or a tornado or something. And oh, right, right. It's You're... it's not at all clear to me how to do that. Like, I eventually got it, but it was like I don't know. There's just certain aspects of the controls that that kind of mess with me. Well, that's the weird thing about the... You have all these transformations, which is cool. It's, it's cool because you kind of turn into the bosses from the Mega Man Zero games. Um, but it doesn't tell you what to do at all. Mm -hmm. It just says, well, here, now you have Model model H. Go have fun. Go have fun, yeah. yeah. Enjoy this. Yeah. And, and I have no idea. Like, for the longest time with that one, I didn't actually know you could air dash. I only thought it yes. was a hover. Yes, uh, a well, it is. To slow there is your a hover. Fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, yeah, they really should have had a little bit of information in-game about, hey, here's the stuff I can do now. Yeah, but you want to talk about um, Integrate's worst tendencies. The, the Mega Man Zero games are it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I reviewed that collection back on the, the DS, I believe, and uh, when I got the, the ZX Zero collection, I thought, I don't need to play these ever again, so I went right into ZX. Uh, yeah, well, like I said, I I basically jumped over there too. Yeah. I, I had enough of zero. So yeah, I, I think the thing with Indie Creates is they they kind of need an editor in every sense of the yeah. word. Yeah. I mean, they're they're great. They just need a little bit of outside outside polish coming in. Yeah. Some for the outside coming in and saying, trim some of that. Uh, get someone who's a native English speaker to edit your oh, dialogue, yeah. please. Yeah. I mean, I, I went from you know. Um, what was I talking about before? Um, um, Blaster Master Zero Two to this game is like there's no perceptible difference in Zero, uh, ZX, uh, or Blast, Blaster Master Zero Two in terms of quality of the writing. I mean, right. maybe maybe slightly better storytelling later, but in terms of like the the quality of of the raw English in there, it's it's not much better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think I think in Zero, like the, there's the intro cutscene where there there are characters running really fast and they go puff puff puff. Oh puff. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? <laughs> oh, and he creates. <laughs> yeah, but you know we're we're bagging on. But overall, I had a lot of fun with ZX and yeah, ZX. It I'm is, not, I'm not fun, sure what yeah. they prefer calling it. Um, and yeah, you use the game fact to find the next section because it's very arbitrary. Like they say, okay, go to uh, area L. And it's like, okay, well, where's area L? And I haven't right. unlocked it yet. Um, it's not like it's all serial because it's kind of a Metroidvania world uh, design. So 
I don't know, could be connected to world, world A, world Z, world whatever. I mean, it, it just right. it's completely arbitrary. Um, it's not, again, it's not like the Kirby it, game. It doesn't branch off the letter that you'd think it would branch off of. Yeah, except for like the, there's like the the second half essentially of some of the um, biomills are, are kind of serial one after the other. Not all. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's anyway, uh, overall, I'd, I'd say worth playing um, if you get on. I mean, it's a good deal given the number of games there are on that oh, Switch yeah. release if you get it on sale. Um, I'll probably play Advent. I, I wish I could complete ZX, but I, I think I'd have to ditch my checkpoint save and look for more um Stuff. i only have one power energy tank and i'm assuming there's more than one so i, that, that's so. Really I only I'm have one too yeah so I, I think that's uh where i'm hitting the wall just on the final boss it's just like any more life um but overall good game even though i don't beat it um it still was worth playing yeah okay we're gonna go on to the next game uh which i promise is not an into creates game I swear. <laughs> quite as happy-go-lucky there no whatever it is i like it though very atmospheric yeah now yeah, that's actually pretty cool yeah uh, i did forget to mention the composers of the first game which typical of me even though i got the the thing highlighted and staring me in the face uh so there were three composers for Mega Man zx uh they were kind of capcom slash into creates crew uh Ryu Kawakami, Masaki Suzuki, and Ippo Yamada. I think Ippo Yamada might have been around for some of the Super Nintendo stuff, but the others seem to jump on board around uh, Mega Man Zero. So, oh, cool. Um, I don't know if they're Capcom or if they're Integrate, or one then became the other. But 
there's a very direct line between some of that stuff and into creates. So, um, yeah. Anyway, that, enough of that game. Uh, this is the second song of the second game. <laughs> Jog some memories. Man, I have a guess. I'm I'm happy to say I have a guess. All right, see if we can go two for two here. Uh, so here's your hint question. Much of this game's music is composed by which very appropriate band?
know the time of us demons As the hours drift on, hope seems far gone all around us The light runs rare and can't compare to all this darkness No one can tame our past of shame, it's all that we know Memories of all those things drift through all that we sow You know a brighter day is just around the veil What we need is some heroes with wheels of iron Their hearts in the stars through the darkest of days They'll ride into the sunset Hope overflowing and construct a new day from the First of all, that song was amazing. <laughs> um, so the reason I'm guessing this is because I'm I'm playing a western on the Switch right now, and I can't think of too many westerns on the Switch. So I'm going to say West of Loathing. Oh man, I thought you were going to get this. Oh, oh. Um, this is Steam World Heist. Oh, the one I haven't played. Oh yeah, the one I haven't really played much of either. Yeah. There you uh, go. I have it rotting on my 3DS. Um, Same. I don't know why. I, I played a decent amount of it at some E3 event when it was uh, being showcased, and I actually enjoyed it. So I maybe it's like I don't want to commit to it or something. I don't. I, I have no no explanation. It's got rave reviews. Um, it, it's it's a turn-based side. No, I don't call it side scrolling. It, it, it's it's um, it's not overhead. It, it's a side view side-scrolling um, strategy game more or less yeah so many pixels is a spot basically and you can move so many just like in like a fire emblem game or something but um, you aim your gun and shoot instead of just you know choosing a weapon yeah. so, um, and you ricochet it, the bullets off of objects 
Yeah, no, it's actually pretty cool. And maybe it's the steampunk thing. I'm not really into. Maybe that's what's going on. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Why I haven't played this honestly because yeah. I bought the damn game, um, and uh, everyone who plays it seems to like it. So uh, it, it's uh, it's been sitting in the list of games to pick and and uh, you know used for the show for a while. And I finally just said, screw it. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> You know, if it helps, I, I have that sitting on my 3DS, and I haven't played it, and I have their, uh, whatever their latest Steam World game is, sitting on my wish list, on my Switch uh, eShop list, uh, The Hand of Gilgamesh or something, a card game. Oh, yeah, that's not something that's up my alley, then. It's a yeah. card game. Uh, but this one, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's got a good vibe on it, you know, and um, I think you're, you're going into, like, ships in space, and boarding other ships and stuff. Uh, it, yeah, it's kind of a weird. Them. Yeah, it's a weird concept. But uh, the uh, a lot of the music—I don't know if all of it is—but a lot of it is composed by and performed by Steam Powered Giraffe, which you heard in that third song there. Oh, that's there. good. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think their songs are very clever. The the words may be a little forced, but it's it's amusing. So it's yeah. uh, I like it. And I like how it sounds in general. The, the soundtrack. Uh, has a good sound to it, so I enjoy it. Um, but, you know, a lot, a lot of references to steam and, you know, iron. And, and yeah, now it know. makes more sense. Now the lyrics make more sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, they're very clever with their, you know, choosing their words and and twisting kind of stuff that you would expect. So, like, I think like they use the word construct instead of maybe build a new day because yeah. it's more mechanical maybe. I mean, so... I mean, there's, there's there's a lot of clever stuff in there when you when you listen to it, but um, I, I do feel like sometimes the the, the words come with you know it's it's like uh, the Smash Brothers uh, translated uh, song. Oh right? yeah, or, yeah. Where it's uh, <laughs> there are too many words there <laughs> for the music, <laughs> um, but uh, you know overall good stuff. I, I'm sorry I can't talk more to this game itself. I, I really have only played like the first level of it. And it was many years ago. Um, I'm I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. I should be able to talk more about it too, but I I can't. So I don't know if the entire soundtrack was composed by Steam Power Giraffe. Certainly, um, all the vocal stuff was. I don't know about like the first song where it's kind of like I think maybe during a battle to sort of ambiance. Oh yeah. So I don't, I don't know who composed those, I'm sorry. But uh, it's from Image and Form, same guys behind the other Steam Mobile games. And uh, I'm sure it's on at least one platform you own. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, if, if this sounds like something you might enjoy, um, I I can't full-throated endorse it, but I've, I'll say what little I played, I like. There you go. <laughs> so, and everyone else seems to like it. Yeah. All right, the next game is a listener request.
Here's the second song. Okay. have a hint question but i don't know how helpful it'll be <laughs> so in the introductory cutscene and other in-game artwork the game's hero is wearing what uncharacteristic garment hmm Zach, do you have any educated guesses at all? You know, the nicest thing I can say about these tracks is that they are music. Um, <laughs> Ouch. I didn't think I know. it was that bad. I, I didn't know. think it was well, that bad. Well, no, it's, they just didn't have a through line. It felt like they didn't have any kind of through line. Um, I'm go I, I, This is clearly an NES game. Um, or I guess it could be Game Boy. Uh, I have no guess whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a high note and say it's Disney's Adventures in the Magical Kingdom. 
Oh, golly. No, no, no. <laughs> so th- these are uh, all remixes of sorts of the original Bomberman's music. Uh, this oh. is not the original Bomberman. This is Pocket Bomberman for Game Boy. Requested by Andy Elliott. It's a weird Bomberman game. I had not heard of it before. It is definitely the sort of game I wish they would have released on uh, the virtual console because it's, um, it's a weird Bomberman game. So it, it features Bomberman. And he's, you know, dropping bombs and stuff, but it's it's a kind of side-scrolling puzzle room game. So oh. think of something like like DK94 or... Cat Trap. I want to use Load Runner. Yeah, Cat Trap. I mean, they're, they're... Choose your pleasure. They're all a little bit distinct in their mechanics. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the goal is to go around and kill all the baddies in a given room, which, you know, takes up more than one screen's worth, because it's sure. a freaking Game Boy screen. Um... But it, it's it's Bomberman, but it, it's also kind of not Bomberman. It, it's really weird. Huh. Um, I, I don't know how good it is over the long term, but what you know the videos I saw. So yeah, this is kind of a curious thing. So it came out on Game Boy, and then there was a Game Boy Color re-release, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, so it, I'm kind of surprised it didn't come out. I mean, uh, I guess this is what a Hudson game, so yeah. Um, maybe. Konami wasn't doing so much with Virtual Console, or Hudson wasn't doing so much. That might have been around the time well, that could be, yeah. where they were doing weird, weird uh, killing off of Hudson or something. Yeah, um, they didn't really come back till Bomberman R, did they? I don't know what what was going on with Konami. I, th- I thought they at least released a couple of like Castlevania games on the Virtual Console for a Game Boy, so I, they, I don't know why. They released Castlevania Adventure. They, for some reason, never released Castlevania Adventure 2, which is by far better. Yeah, so there was something going on there, because yeah, if they yeah. didn't even release all their Castlevania games, then, yeah, for sure they're not going to reach into like the Bomberman catalog, huh. um, which is a shame. But yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it, like I said, it's Bomberman, but it's not. Um, <laughs> you can, like, drop a bomb in midair and then jump on it and I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Huh. Um, I don't really know who composed this. Again, it, it's all remixes of stuff from the original Bomberman. So, um, I don't know. The, the source I got this music from said it might be Jun Chikuma, but also that poster was not sure either. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hudson, yay. Yay. not going to ask you to guess on that song alone. I know this song, though. I've heard it before. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> Second song.
But you've heard that song before, too. Oh, I've heard this song, too, yeah. Yeah. All right, here's your hint question. Might help you a little down the game. What ability does Yoshi gain when he grabs a power flower?
it is. The end. How have you not used this before? Uh, according to my records, I have not used this game before. Wow. What game is it? It's Super Mario Sunshine. Oh, no, Zach. What? Bad, Zach. Bad. What? No. Oh, man. I fooled you. So <laughs> this is Super Mario 64 DS. Which, oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, that first song was not in, uh, uh, I don't think, uh, Mario Sunshine for sure. Oh, and the third geez. song was uh, was the 64 uh, staff roll. Oh, yeah. my gosh. What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You know, I, I chose this game about a month ago, and... Uh, subsequent to that, they announced the All Stars thing, which was the world's worst kept secret, of course. Right. But even so, I realized, oh, you know what? I got to make sure that this is at least a little bit distinguished from from that. So I, I changed uh, the first song to be that um, that kind of Super Mario Brothers three remix song, which yeah. I'm pretty confident is not in any of the other. At least that rendition of it isn't in any of the three games that are going to be in that collection. Isn't, isn't the second track from the the Sunshine Plaza? Yep. I'm confusing you. So, oh. so there's a couple of things. So Super Mario 64 DS is a very bizarro version of Super Mario 64. I've never played it. It also includes a lot of really small micro games or mini games. I mean, stuff that oh. I'd almost associate with, oh, with Mario work. I mean, they go for, I guess, as long as you want in some cases, or until you fail. So there's a lot of music that they've lifted from other games for that. There's also um, a multiplayer, a four-player multiplayer uh, game. It's pretty simple, but I think it's like, you know, trying to collect the most stars, Mm. uh, that sort of a thing. Um, And uh, one of the levels there is uh, themed after um, Delfino Island. Wow. So it also has that music. So it's, and I, I intentionally was tricky there, um, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is Super Mario Super DS. It, it's, I haven't played it since it first came out. I liked it, but, you know, they, without the analog stick on the DS, um, they used the touchscreen as a, as a replacement for that. And the thumb nub, right? There was a thumb nub, which, I mean, I gave one pretty quickly. I just wound up using the stylus. But yeah, the, the thumb nub was for, uh, you know, this is the first game that was featured for the bump nub. Uh, you use that and reach over to the touchscreen and use that to move. But, man, was that terrible. <laughs> the t- the, using the stylus was better. So you might have using your stylus and, you're, you know, you're jumping and stuff using the D-pad if you're, um, right. if you're right-handed, right? So it's really kind of weird, but, I mean, it, it's kind of a cool game because they, um, you, you wind up playing as Yoshi instead of, Mario in the beginning and oh, interesting. like like the, the power-ups turn you into the different other characters and, and eventually you unlock them legitimately oh. so Mario, Luigi Wario strangely enough I read somewhere that this is the only quote-unquote mainline Mario game where Mario is playable which might be true um, well this is kind of a, a fever dream version of Mario 64 <laughs> it's arguable whether, whether it's a mainline game or not um, but yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So, so basically, winds up being where like Wario has the power up that's the metal hat essentially, and okay. um, Luigi is the transparent character when he gets the power flower, and Yoshi, that's the question, um, as the end question was about, um, he breathes fire, kind of like um, huh. like when he gets like a water, like a red watermelon in Yoshi's Island. Okay. So, 
Um, it, it's it's a pretty cool remix, actually. I, I haven't. I, I kind of want to go back and play it again, but um, I don't really want to deal with those controls. I believe it's on the Wii U eShop on, as a virtual console game. I, oh, I've been very tempted to pick that up just to experience it. I assume that you have to use the touchscreen for the controls? Yeah, maybe. I, I'd have to research that. Uh, maybe they hack in something, but my guess would be that it, it plays the same. Hmm. So uh, it might be a little more comfortable with Wii U, I'm not sure. So it's certainly a bigger touchscreen. Yeah. Um, so it might be more comfortable if you have a good stylus. But um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not the first person to say this, but I'm kind of bummed that they don't have like a version is in that collection. I mean, I yeah, me think it'd be better if they took that content and, um, you know, recompiled it in some way so that you can use more normal controls. Yeah. But it seems like that's within the realm of feasible without too much work. Um, it's, um, I, I gotta say, like, I just bought the, the Tony Hawk remake and that's 40 bucks. So when I saw this Mario collection... At sixty bucks for what's essentially three ROMs, I thought, "Oh, come on now." Yeah, no, they're they're gouging, definitely. Um, I do want Mario sixty four on my Switch. I do too. I also want Sunshine because I haven't played Sunshine since the GameCube. Yeah, I, I played some of it using Dolphin in in my copy of okay. the game, but I've never played this game in English. I've never played Sunshine in English, so that oh, would be really? reason for me to get this. Yep, back in the day, uh, PGC, Planet GameCube, which, for those who don't know, listening, uh, was what Nintendo World Report was called before it became Nintendo World Report. Right. Uh, we got a whole bunch of import copies of uh, Mario Sunshine. Right. And uh, we were all playing it and building this fact and stuff. So I've never played the game in English. So That's funny. You know, I didn't even realize that until we're talking right now. So that probably is enough of an extra reason for me to get this because oh, sure. Sunshine's not great. There's certainly spots there where um, I-, I wasn't sure what to do and I had to fumble around a while because you know, didn't, didn't read the language. Right. <sighs> but this is Mario 64 DS and um, I doubt they're going to like release this as a, as a free DLC or something to that collection. Yeah. They really should. They should. Um, they won't. There's no reason for them to. Yeah. And it's a limited time release, so if you want it, you better get it. That's so weird. It's really weird. That is so weird. I know. So, um, the com- anyway, the composers, um, were, of course, Koji Kondo. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, Kenta Nagato. I-, I assume did a lot of the remixes. Okay. I also did not answer the question for the last game for Pocket Bomberman. Oh, He's right. wearing a cape, which to me looked weird. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him in a cape. Yeah, so that was why I, I, it stuck me as odd. I, I um, Maybe there's another game somewhere out there where he's wearing a cape, but all the artwork I'm familiar with does not have him wearing a cape. Yeah. So I'm not, not sure how big a deal that is, but it jumped out to me. There we so go. that was the hint question. Mario 64 DS. Hmm. So maybe I'll have to just pick up my old DS Lite and check that out sometime. There you go. All right, we got one last game here. And uh, I'm just going to get the music started and get some water. All right.
That was awesome. It was. I feel like I've heard that one recently. I'm sure you have. <laughs> Hint, this is the game Zach picked. Ah, ah, that's why. And no, it's not an Indie Creates game. <laughs> accommodating <laughs> yes I asked for this track specifically <laughs> <laughs> Zach 
Zach, you want to read the hint question? Sure. Okay, folks. What significant equipment mechanic does this game have in common with Breath of the Wild, of all things? No, no, not Lords of Thunder. Zach, what game is this? Some hard rocking soundtrack. That is uh, Panzer Paladin for the Switch. So is it this game like a sequel to um, what was the other game that you, you used on the show? Um, Mercenary Kings. It is the or same it? developer. 
Yes. The same developer? And, and the okay. same uh, composer, too. Um, yep. Patrice. Oh, God, I'm going to butcher Pat- this. Patrice, whose name? Quebec name. Yep. Borjo. Uh, <laughs> Borjo? I don't know. As good as I could do, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think the... I think the tunes are, are similar in that they have similar layering and kind of a, a similar rock and roll uh, feel to them. This is a great game, and, and the soundtrack makes it even better. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or played it. But, no, uh, is this... Uh, just explain what the game is. It's, it's hard for me to tell from the videos I watch. Okay, so it's like... Um, it's a little like Mega Man... Uh, in the level design and, and the fact that you can choose which stage you go to, um, you're controlling a mech who is piloted by a little android woman um, named Flame, and the, the, the mech is called Grit. And instead of shooting a gun or, or a, a, a pea shooter, you, ha- you collect weapons, melee weapons of all different kinds, um, and each weapon has a Uh, It does a certain amount of damage, and it has a certain um, durability, so weapons will break, like Breath of the Wild. But if you you get so many... Weapons are thrown at you left, right, and center, so you never have a danger of running out of weapons. Um, But if you break the weapon voluntarily, before it would naturally fall apart, you can cast a spell which will give you like a beam attack for the next weapon or raise your defense or your attack or, um, you know, things like that. And it looks, it looks, it would not be right to say it looks like an NES game because it looks better than an NES game, um, but maybe not quite as colorful as a Super Nintendo game. It's kind of a middle, I don't know, somewhere in between the two, but it's really fun and, um, it's just the right length. I think Mercenary Kings might have overstayed its welcome just a hair, but uh, Panzer Paladin is just the right length, and then you can you can start a new game plus where all the stages are remixed. It, it, by, by, and by that I mean the, the paths through the level changes pretty significantly. So you're, you're kind of getting a second game, and, and there are two different endings, and it's, it's wonderful. I love it. And the cutscenes... The cutscene art um, are, is by one of my favorite um, artists on on Instagram. I think his name's David Liu. He goes by DS Lugie on Instagram, uh, and it has kind of an 80s anime aesthetic to it. Uh, really, a lot of personality, and and the story the story is ridiculous. But but what I like about it is it includes like translation errors or localization errors from the 80s and uh, it's all over it's a wonderful game okay so what's the fine line between cute translation error and what I was talking about earlier like Mega Man Zero where it's just like this doesn't work so the Mega Man Zero I think um, those are done because they I guess I would say those localization errors are done because the localization team isn't very experienced with the translation, but um, these errors, I can't, I can't think of one offhand, but when you read the text, it, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's like the people who, 
the people who produced the Godzilla movie know what have seen old Godzilla movies and know what the translation errors have been. So they throw a few into the new Godzilla movie as kind of a chuckle, you know. I see. Yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah. They, know what the, they, they know what the old ones are. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. If that helps at all. Cool. It's a great yeah. game. It's a great game. So this is on the Switch, right? It is. Just recently came out. I reviewed it, I think, last month or so. Um, and I really, I'm still playing it today. It's really enjoyable. Cool. I'm gonna have to check this one out. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of things that are fun and not too long. So this sounds like a good pick. And the music's great. Oh, so it is. Yeah. I think there's about like eight tracks in the soundtrack that I think are great. The other ones are just kind of there, maybe, but sure. they're not bad. It's just I, I feel like some jump out jumped out to me more as someone who hasn't played the game. Oh yeah. But is listening to the soundtrack. And you can buy the soundtrack on Bandcamp. Um, I think that's also true. Of at least most of the songs from. Um, uh, Steam World Heist. Oh, okay. Um, and, and yeah, I'm sure a bunch of other games. But I'm just pointing out uh, if, if you like some of the music, you can uh, purchase them on Bandcamp. Yeah, I've been downloads. I've been listening to it and a few other game soundtracks on Google Play of all places. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was the last game for this episode. Uh, Zach, thank you for joining me and bringing a very fun selection there at the end of course man always always a pleasure um and uh you know I, i'll keep doing this off and on so until next quarter um, <laughs> <laughs> um check out all the other podcasts that uh more active participants of the nintendo world report community are putting up there because uh some folks are being very prolific i, I gotta yeah. say and um yeah, until next time. See ya. Bye. Adios. When I was a young boy, I went down to the county fair. Grabbed myself a nickel, but a pickle had changed to spare. Thought I'd spend a cent or two to see what the robots could do. There were wires all around Electrical sounds Steam from their exhaust Gears and coils all crisscross Everybody's going to the clockwork Everybody wants to see the show People clap and stomp their feet and join in with the robot beat While music and song fill the air Clockwork vaudeville Clockwork vaudeville There we go!
clockwork clock hill Everybody wants to see the show People crowd the door, scream and shout for more While music and song fill the air Clockwork vaudeville Clockwork vaudeville When I was a young boy, I went down to the county Mega Man ZX is copyright 2006 Capcom. Steam World Heist is copyright 2015 Imogen Form Steam Powered Giraffe. Pocket Bomberman is copyright 1998 Hudson Soft. Super Mario 64 DS is copyright 2004 Nintendo. Panzer Paladin is copyright Tribute Games, Patrice Bourgeau, Power Glove. 